Hi, everybody, and welcome to another comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Always delighted to be talking with authors and artists and have a special love of comics that makes its way into the episode. So delighted on this episode to be talking with comics creator Dave Justice. Dave, thank you for Hello. jumping in. Hi. Hi. You have a magnificent halo effect. <laughs> Um, it's, it's the the genius of creating right over there i think is right right <laughs> i have to replace that bulb often <laughs> i i get that recharging is is its own thing definitely <laughs> um so folks out there probably know you most prominently for fables i would say that would be one if, of the titles if, if folks out there know me at all which is questionable uh -huh. um yeah, probably, probably from Fables, The Wolf Among Us, or possibly from Ever After. Yes, yeah. You have like a hundred plus comics out in the world. Is that, that right? Can't, that can't possibly be true. Maybe if if you're counting all of the uh, the individual chapters online of Wolf Among Us, and also the collections in print. Ah. Ah, I got you. Okay. If, maybe if, if we're doubling up then, then maybe so. But yeah. uh, it's, it's a small, a small number, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quant quality over quantity. That's right. right. That's so, right. Absolutely. If, if it's the book you love and if it's the story you love, then uh, the, the number isn't really the thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, glad glad to be talking with you about that work and uh, what was it about about the world of comics that attracted you? Were you a young comics reader? Yeah, I was. Uh, I got very into Robotech when I was <laughs> young. I think I was about eight years old when that premiered, and uh, just was fascinated by it. And one day, uh, my folks and my sister and I were at this like nostalgia shop up in the Dallas area. And they were looking at like picture autographed pictures of movie stars and stuff like that. And this place had a small comics rack. And on that rack were the first four issues of Robotech, the Macross saga in, in comic book form. And of course I had to have them because yeah. I was obsessed at that point. And, uh, and so, you know, reading them over and over from cover to cover, you know, I realized that there was a credits box and it, it said someone had written it. And I thought, well, if that's a job, that's the job I want. So uh, from from about eight years old, I, I knew what I wanted to do and just, you know, in some way or another stuck to that path until it, it finally paid off. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah the story of persistence and finding what you want. And uh, I, I don't remember when it actually clicked with me that, oh, there are people that make these, you know, mm. like I, I read several issues. And then I guess at some point in the nineties, I really connected with like the Batman adventures and started paying attention to who was doing what. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. They kind of, they kind of seem like a magic trick at first when, mm -hmm. when you're little, it's like, you know, every month there's going to be a new one of these things that's completely different from the last one of these things. And it's just, it's just fantastic. And then, uh, you know, yeah, once you, once you finally figure out that credits box and that you can, you can draw these things or color these things or, or, or do whatever, uh, you know, I think, I think 
probably that's a light bulb moment for a lot of young creators, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, in, in their reading when they're like, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. So how did, uh, and I'll, I'll confess my knowledge of fables actually started not that long ago because I mm-hmm. discovered fables in the Batman crossover that just mm-hmm. came out like last year, or the year before, Um, with Brian level doing that. And so how did your connection to, to that world start out? Uh, well, I was working at, uh, Austin books and comics, Mm -hmm. uh, here in Austin, Texas. And, uh, one of our customers was Lila Sturgis. And, uh, at that point, uh, she and a couple of other customers, were putting together like a a writing group and they were they were looking for one more person to join and all of them thought that someone else in the group knew me a little better than than they did (laughs) so i i weaseled my way in uh without realizing i was weaseling but i that's how i got in was that everyone else was like oh someone else knows dave uh but lila of course was working with Bill Willingham on Jack of Fables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, then the two of them launched House of Mystery. And uh, I had a chance with House of Mystery to do uh, part of an exquisite corpse story where uh, five different writers passed the script around and tried to write each other into a hole. <laughs> so I got to follow Willingham on that and then Lila had to wrap everything up at the end, but that's how I, I got my foot the tiniest bit into DC vertigo. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so when it was proposed to do an adaptation of the Wolf Among Us video game, they went to Lila first and Lila said, you know, I'd like to do that. I've got a lot of stuff on my plate. Could I have a co-writer? And thankfully, because they had already seen four pages of stuff from me, that was enough for them to go, yeah, why not? So, nice. yeah. So, you know, it, it was all about kind of being in the right place at the right time with the right people. Awesome. Um, awesome. Very grateful that, that it all tumbled out that way. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like a, a major story of collaboration, which I love and sort of paying it forward to fellow creatives. So very cool. Very Absolutely. Cool. And, and I mean, that, was, that was always Lila's thing was like, you know, I wouldn't be here without Bill Willingham. You know, he, he opened the door for me and now I'm going to open it for you. And, you know, someday in the future, you can open it for someone else. And I think that's, that's the right way to look at this business because mm-hmm. it really is, it's hard to get a foot in a door and yeah. You know, I, I I think that if if you can get in and and, you know, make any kind of name for yourself enough that people trust your opinion and you can say, hey, you know, take a look at, at this person. Mm-hmm. They've got something to say. Uh, you, you have to do it. You owe it to to yourself and to comics to do that. Yeah, it just makes the world better. The world of comics, uh, for sure to have creative voices and yeah i i have lila coming on sometime in the next month or two 
um, she was kind enough to reach back out and agreed to do that. So I'll have to have to mention, hey, you you were getting some attention and uh, some kudos here from Dave. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. So um, I was going to ask if there it's kind of a two prong question. One being the work that you're proudest of, that could be a title, an issue, uh, mm-hmm. part of an issue, whatever it happens to be. Um, and then the work that you want to do, what's the dream? What's the project you want to tackle? Um, the work that I'm proudest of. I I think that the, the thing that is most me was uh our very brief run on public relations uh-huh, uh-huh. which was when lila and i first started talking back in 2008 she said you know i always wanted to do something that was like arrested development but in a fantasy kingdom and i yeah. went that sounds great and yes. almost immediately we started working on it together uh so that's that's how long that had had been going on before it finally premiered in 2015 or whenever it was uh but just in terms of being something that is full of dumb jokes and and making fun of fantasy tropes and everything i that public relations is the thing that has probably the most undiluted me in it love Uh, it love it which is not to say that there's not some stuff I might go back and change if I were doing it today, but, uh, but, and and I think especially if I'm just picking one issue of it, I think I would, I would pick issue 10, uh, which was the one that got us the Ignatz award nomination, uh, which came completely out of left field for us. But that was, we, you know, we decided very early on that this is a comic book. That's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode where our two leads get locked in a freezer and flash back to earlier episodes and and try hard not to fall in love with each other. So uh, it, you know, and it's full of really dumb jokes and, uh, <laughs> and a couple of really smart jokes. And I, you know, I, I love it. I, you know. We we lost the the uh, Ignats deservedly so uh, that year, but I still have you know a, a soft place in my heart for that one. Oh yeah, yeah, and to have your work recognized is a nice feeling, I, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and one of those where it's an honor to be nominated. One of those kind of situations. Absolutely, and I mean, yeah. like I say, it's completely out of like we we had no idea. I don't I don't know how things are proposed for nomination with with the Ignatz Awards, but we had no idea it was coming. And it it uh, it took us very much by surprise and and we were very humbled by it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And I I love the the satire, the humor. Uh, I love that approach and playing with those fantasy tropes is just that's it's a good time. It's a really good time. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask, it sounds like collaboration with um, 
Lila Sturgis is right up there as being one of those rewarding experiences. Any any other collaborations or experiences that you'd like to talk about that have been especially positive in the in the world of comics now or in in work to come? Um well pretty much everything that you've seen uh from me on the comic shelf has been in collaboration with Lila. Uh, I have pitched a number of things, you know, that I've, that I've written solo and uh, so far not had any, any luck with that. So uh, she, she must be my, my lucky rabbit's foot there. <laughs> um, but, you know, I will, I will talk till the cows come home about the other people I've collaborated on you know, the artists and the colorists and, and the letterers and, and the editors and, uh, you know, everyone involved in, in the books that I've done, um, you know, that's, they're not comics without those people. They're just scripts. Uh, right. So to have, to have artists like David Hahn, uh, Steve Ralston, uh, Luca Rossi. So, you know, Sam Latfi, all sorts of people working on, public relations uh to to take the silliness in our head and and make it real um you know to work with someone like like travis moore on uh ever after mm -hmm. whose work you know when we were doing the wolf among us he did every third chapter and he just blew us away every time uh so uh it was it was very easy to agree to him uh being the ever after artist I, he's fantastic and he's such a nice guy um, and there's a couple other projects that we, uh, you know, put together to pitch that just, it, it, it wasn't the right time at the right place kind of thing. Um, but you know, I would, I would work with any of, of these creators in a heartbeat again. Um, you know, it's, I've been very lucky to have such positive experiences just across the board, uh, with, amazingly talented people awesome. awesome yeah i mean that's I, I don't i don't know what more to say i every time i see you know a, a newly drawn image or a newly colored page or or the lettering proofs like every time to me again it, it is that magic trick even though i know it's coming from some someone mm -hmm. it, it's magic it's you know something that that someone has has done that i have no idea how it's done and it just blows my mind so yeah yeah you get to see your vision on the page and yeah uh be surprised by it at the same time yeah yeah we we also i just realized we did not get your dream project in there we oh, talked about the the ignats right. but we didn't talk about the the thing that you would want to do um that's so hard to say uh I, in terms of like, you know, a project for, for the big two kind of thing, um, mm -hmm. the comic that I, that made me fall in love with Marvel back in the day was New Mutants. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I would, I think, of, of all the books that, that might ever be on offer at Marvel, I think that I would most want to try and tackle that. Mm -hmm. um just i don't know it it was 
those kids were the right age for me at the time I discovered them. And so we did a lot of growing up together and they're so, somehow they managed not to age along with me as, as I got into my thirties and forties, but uh, I still, it's just, it's a group of characters that I think are all very well realized and, and I would love to, to try and tackle them and, and see what I could do with them. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's, you know, in, in terms of like, you know, work for hire, I think that that is, is the number one thing I'd like to do. You know, I had uh, Bob McLeod on a couple of episodes back. So it was, it was great to hear the story of how that book came together and his initial vision for the book and, and some of those pieces. So I, I also have a, a really warm place in my heart for new mutants as well. Nice. I will uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything as far as web spaces, uh, social media that you would want to share with people that they can go and check out for um, works in progress and such and, and any upcoming works that you'd like to mention before we wrap up and I make sure we didn't miss anything. Uh, I'm, I'm less online these days than I used to be. Uh, I really don't blame you. <laughs> I, really I don't. my, my Twitter is Dave underscore justice. And I have avoided Twitter for a few months now, and I may mm -hmm. continue avoiding it other, you know, I I've posted one or two things and that may be about the rate that I'm going at these days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. as, as I get closer to stuff coming out, I will probably pick that up a little bit because I know that's how you have to, how you have to do these days is be social, right. <laughs> let people, <laughs> let people know that things are happening. Um, the thing that is currently happening, uh, I can't talk too much about, but, uh, when you had Joe Eisma on a little while ago, he, he hinted at it, uh, we had we had j just been freshly greenlit at that point, and it was mm -hmm. really nice. Uh, he and Lila and I are going to be doing a uh, young adult graphic novel for Mad Caves Maverick imprint, and uh, it's it's still in the early stages, but everyone is real excited. Uh, we're getting just like like from the from the top of, of their company on down, everyone who has, has touched it is, is just so encouraging and so cool and ready to make this a, a big deal. So uh, awesome. I feel like it is, it is landed at the right place and uh, we're definitely are, are looking forward to, to the magic that will happen when those pages start showing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So looking forward to that as well. And, uh, I think I probably said this when Joe Eisma was on, but uh, I have a special place for young adult and middle grades graphic novels, being an English teacher, former literacy prof, academic person, uh, but then also uh, really like what Mad Cave does. Uh, I like their books. Yeah. Um, and so glad to, I'll be really glad to see that out in the world and I'll be looking for galley reviews on NetGalley and other places if I can get a sneak peek at some point to to share a review of it as well so um yeah send, sending the good vibes for all of the the magic in that book and uh i know students that will enjoy that awesome well, thanks yeah.
Yeah, absolutely. I anything that I missed that you want to make sure to share, I always like to ask just to make sure that I, I don't miss anything. And I'm on like my fourth or fifth cup of coffee right now. So hopefully my <laughs> brain is working, working well. well. I had to switch over to Mountain Dew at noon, you know? I get you. Um, I get you. It's it's rough. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think so. I mean, like I say, I don't I don't consider myself to have a, a huge footprint in comics. So uh, I'm I'm humbled to be here in the first place talking to you. <laughs> um, and if if people are interested in in the the book that's coming up and uh, and just put that on their radar for sometime in 2024, then. Uh, then my work is done here. Uh, All right. All right. So, Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, my pleasure. Be glad to talk with you anytime and always glad to talk about comics. And as I said at the beginning, before we hit record, um, I'm one of those people and I, I just encourage people out there, you know, they're, they're those titles that are sort of known in the world, but I'm, I'm getting to the place in my life where I see the same story over and over. Um, so it's nice to sort of explore the other avenues of storytelling as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I appreciate what you're doing in comics and I'm glad to share about it and glad to talk with you. Yeah. Thanks. You too. Yep. Yeah.